I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Lockdown Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The all-star break brother, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? What do you think is going to be more exciting? The all-star game or this game? Elam ending. I'll take an Elam ending <laughs> in the all-star game over what happened to the Mavericks tonight. Was this, was this the most boring win You've ever seen Isaac Harris. You and I have been doing this podcast way too long with way more boring teams than this one. For win, this to be win, the most, boring win. For this to be the most boring win that the Mavericks have had. Uh, what was exciting? I feel I feel like I'm being like Charles Barkley right now. That just like ah, get off my lawn. Basketball sucks, but. This game wasn't that fun to watch. I'm not going to lie. If you watch this game and didn't do yeah. anything else while you watch this game, tweet at me. I want to know. So then I could tweet back at you and say, you're lying. You're lying. Because I was even doing some other things while watching this game, and we get paid to cover and talk about this game. <laughs> On today's show, Isaac and I are going to vigilantly break down the Dallas Mavericks 87 to 78. You heard that score correctly. <laughs> Win over the OKC Thunder. The Mavericks now improved to 18 and 16 on the year. They're close to the eighth seed. If a couple things go right with the Warriors and with the Grizzlies tomorrow or today, while you're listening to this on Thursday, the Mavericks could be in the eighth spot and be in a play playoff spot going into the All Star break. Who would have thought? <laughs> Paul Rudd meme. Who would have thought? And look at us with tonight's win against OKC. They jumped from 27th in defensive rating up to 12th. Who would have known? <laughs> That's not a real stat. Don't look that That's up. That's not. It's not. It's not real. Just take it for the word there. <laughs> it's not a real stat. They did. The Mavericks did, though, have probably their best defensive rating in a in a single game. Uh, Can we was, get our stat guy on it? Hey, we have a lockdown Mavs intern. Intern, can you look up? Each team that's played OKC and how far they've jumped up in defensive rating after they've played OKC. <laughs> OKC did have the tied for the worst offensive rating in the NBA. 106 is their offensive rating, which is like. Yeah. Our intern's paid, by the way. It's not unpaid. Real, 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 Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> in dog treats. It's, it's, your, it's your dog. <laughs> My dog's name's Honey. So, really honey. bad at really bad at Googling things. Mavericks honey, get over Mavericks had an 81.3 defensive rating according to cleaning the glass. Pretty good. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good defensive rating. Uh, okay, honestly, though, any takeaways we can get from this game? Because, I mean, everyone else played besides Luka, basically. Willie Colley-Stein didn't get any minutes. That may be a takeaway. Dwight Powell only played four minutes in this game. Like, they weren't playing any bigs because OKC didn't really have any bigs. They don't have any bigs to speak of at all. Like, Al Horford's their yeah. only big, and Al Horford... At the beginning of his career, he may have been 6'10", but I, I think now, 15 years later, he might be like 6'9", 6'8". <laughs> Do we know how old Al Horford is? Isaiah Roby was out there playing some center. I, Isaiah Roby really wanted to have a revenge game. He did, he he's did not get up. close. Like he, I think he's got a membership to Planet Fitness. 
I, I don't I feel like he's gotten thicker since he's went to OKC. We're not talking about Isaiah Roby in the first segment. Uh, Josh Richardson, I thought, had a good game in this one. 16 points, six boards. He had four steals in it. And I thought he played pretty solid in the in Luka's absence. Obviously, Luka missed this game. Porzingis, 19 points, 13 boards. He got going a little bit. Had some interesting comments after the game that we'll get into. And then Tim Hardaway off the bench, 19 points. Kind of per usual, just doing his thing. Uh, either him or Jalen Brunson are going to go off. Brunson had a good first quarter and then didn't really do a whole lot the rest of the game, I thought. A little hustle plays here and there, but uh, yeah, there's just not a ton of takeaways from this game, I don't think. If if the Mavs can beat you, the, the final score was a little deceiving. They're pretty much up by 20, and they let some... I mean, yeah. the Mavs just, with five minutes to go, as I think um, loyal Mavs Twitter guy Austin Gruya tweeted out, said the Mavs put the automatic replies to the email out of the <laughs> office uh, on uh, two, and, you know, like five minutes left in the game. They end up winning by just nine points. But when the Mavs can beat you pretty like easy without Luca and going eight of 39 from three. Uh, oh no, sorry. That was OKC by going eight of 40 from three, then uh, you're pretty bad. What they were trying to do is what they have done in the past is they're trying to stat pad their clutch game stat. Because it was so bad last year, they're trying to stat pad it. So like, hmm, can we get this to win within five and still comfortably win? They got yeah. close. It was like eight, right, or seven at the end, towards the like end. Like, if there. we can get this up, we can get Tim Cato <laughs> to write a clutch story about us, and <laughs> and then all of a sudden, people will think we're good again. Kristaps uh, Porzingis, what did you think about him in Luca's absence, or just the offense in general? Because Kristaps after the game said the ball was moving around. You know, we, we like we like when the ball's moving around. Also, at the end of the game. Uh, in the post-game presser, he said specifically that I knew the ball was coming back to me, so I didn't try to rush anything. And I knew the ball was coming back to me. Like uh, Comments like that are stuff that we have already mentioned. We're going to look way too deep into all this stuff because the trade rumors have been talked about, and we've seen him be frustrated on the court. And so we're going to read into all this stuff probably way too much. But is that a shot at Luka? I don't think it's a shot at Luca. This I think he's just speaking truth. I mean, it's it's pretty point blank. The ball's gonna move more when Luca's not out there. That's just that's part of it. But that's all. Like you go back to any LeBron team. I mean, it's not it's not just a it's not a Luca thing. Whenever a star player who has as much usage that you know that Luca does, James Harden, Damian Lillard, LeBron, any of the top best players in the league, when those guys set out. And you don't have another guy out there like a, a Kyrie or Harden or whoever it is, then yeah, the ball's going to move more. That's just that's part of it. So I think it's truthful. He's telling the truth, but I don't take it as a shot either. I took it as Luca was out, and so I am more of a focal point in this offense, right? Like he he goes up from you know second most important offensive player or second option to first option. Right, yeah. and so that's what that's what I took out of it. I didn't think that he was make, necessarily making a shot at Luca that the ball moved. Now the ball did move a little bit more in this game, uh, but the Mavericks Naturally have pretty. So. Yeah. I think the Mavericks have pretty good ball movement, even with Luca. Like Luca isn't your your typical ball stopper that you know holds the ball, holds the ball. He's he's whipping the ball around, and other guys move the ball well. Like everybody in the Mavs starting lineup, pretty much moves the ball, except for KP. <laughs> Honestly, like in their time, I mean, he has some good passes sometimes. He didn't have any assists in this game, but. Uh, I thought that, you know, I thought that was an interesting comment after the game. Yeah, 
I thought it was interesting. We're all going to read in any, you know, anything and everything, but no, it's, it's just, it's a true statement, but I don't think it's a shot because any player on the team could have said that like, Hey, the ball's going to, it's when you have a guy who has the different ball when much. he says it's stuff now. Now. Yes. Yes, for sure. I, I, and I get that. I get the tweets about it too. Yeah. By the way, today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Are you happy because you win or do you win because you're happy? And only 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. So we'll give you the Ultra Player of the Week. So there's not a ton we're going to take from this game, but there's some stuff going into the All-Star break. Let's let's tie up a couple loose ends uh, about, the, about the Dallas Mavericks. They've been playing a lot better. Newsflash, they've won 10 of their last 13 games. That's a big yeah. deal. That's a really big deal. And so we're going to tie up a couple of loose ends like that, talk about this team, where this team is compared to where they were a couple weeks ago when the sky is falling and everything was terrible. So we're going to talk about all that coming up. But before we do, let's talk about the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. I mean, I think it has to – I mean, does it have to always be Luka or can no, we, give it, no, J- J- can we give it to Jalen Can we give it to Jalen Brunson this week? Yeah. Let's go, JB. Jalen Brunson, our Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. What? How did Jalen Brunson? Well, let, how did Jalen Brunson get to this point? Let's talk about him just for a little bit. What did Jalen Brunson do this week that he deserves? You know, Player of the Week. Well, I mean, you just look at his last ten games. I know it goes beyond this. You know, this week, but you know, he's 50, 40, 90. That where the where the guys playing? You know, crunch time minutes. You know, with Luca in the fourth quarter. Um, I mean, tonight he only had eleven points tonight, but. They put Lou Dort on him. They didn't put, you know, Lou Dort got the Jalen Brunson treatment. Lou Dort normally guards the, you know, opposing team's best offensive player. And tonight with Luca out, uh, even though we were looking forward to the Luca Dort matchup, but um, that sounded weird. Luca Dort. Luca Dortchic. Luca Dort. But no, I think it's Brunson. We've been very adamant that uh, he's, uh, well, yeah, I think he's the second best Maverick this season. He's been super consistent. And I, I think he deserves this. Over the last 10 games, 15 points a game, 54% from the field, shooting 38.6% from three, just about 80% from the free throw line, four boards, three and a half assists, just one turnover. And uh, he's a plus 3.5 on average, his plus minus. And they flashed up a stat on the broadcast. He's shooting 60% from two point range, which is better than like Zach Levine and like a couple of all their like all-star guards, all-star Zach Levine. You refer to him like that, Nick. Absolutely crazy that he's shooting that well. He's like second among guards in the NBA as far as shooting from, from two point range. So he's killing it in the mid range. It's absolutely awesome to watch him. Uh, it's only worth it's only worth it if you enjoy it. We enjoy watching Jalen Brunson play. May not have enjoyed it as much in this game because this was a slog to kind of watch. Uh, 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. Michelob Ultra, go pick one up today. Are you happy because you win or do you win because you're happy? Joy, happiness, enjoyment, all that together. Jalen Brunson, Michelob Ultra, player of the week. Also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. I'm sure they're gonna have all kinds of all-star stuff, all-star, you know, picks, all-star, everything. Uh, right now, let's see what they have for tomorrow's docket. March 4th, they have Toronto. Uh, they have the Celtics as a seven and a half point favorite over the Raptors. The Raptors are like decimated right now. Really interested to see how that game turns out. Bucks Who's a six point favorite. I, I don't know. It was like Lowry and Norm Powell and like no one else. Not even their coaches are there for that one. <laughs> um, yeah, 
Blazers a five point favorite over the Kings. You have the Golden State Warriors. Actually, the Warriors play again, so this is this is kind of interesting situation for the Mavericks. But the Suns are a five and a half point favorite over the Warriors. Nuggets a four point favorite over the Pacers. I might take the Nuggets. I'll take that line minus four over the Pacers. All kinds of lines you can get on BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code Locked On when you sign up. Get a fifty percent welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast because it's the best in all of sports. It's all the sports. They do some NASCAR stuff. They do some golf stuff. All the stuff that the Locked On Podcast Network doesn't cover and everything that it does cover is in Locked On Today. Locked On Rockets host Jackson Gatlin, friend of the show, is going to be on to talk about James Harden today. All kinds of stuff. Go subscribe to Locked On Today, hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So the Dallas Mavericks, we, we talked a lot about them the last you know, uh, I guess years, I should have said that a different way, but we've talked a lot about how this team has kind of come up from the, from the depths, right? Like they've really risen from, uh, the bottom of this season. They've had so, so many low points in this season. The Mavericks at one point were nine and 14. Was that the lowest point of the season? Hmm. After the second Phoenix loss, the two Utah losses, and then the two Phoenix losses, I guess that second Phoenix loss was, was pretty good, but not like a good loss, I guess. But yeah, 8 and 12 probably after the first Phoenix loss is probably the low point in the season. Since then, the Mavericks are now now 18 and 16, so an incredible run there. Uh is it just health? Is there other things that you've seen from this team that have changed besides just the Mavericks getting healthy, getting everybody back, finally having a full rotation and it just working out because of that? I mean, I, I think 90% of it is. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, just the guys being on the court together and just building the chemistry. I, I think majority of it is that because it's, I mean, what are some other things? I mean, I guess you could talk about, um, I, you know, I guess you could talk about Luca going up a notch a little bit. I think that's a, a storyline, a little bit of, you know, at the beginning of the season, not only were they missing KP for those nine games, not only did COVID happen, but Luca very openly was admitting that he came into, you know, came into the season out of shape and that the season started earlier than when he thought. And so he played himself into shape. He's looking so much better now. He was still putting up good numbers at the beginning of the season. So I don't even want, I don't want to look at that as much and be like, oh, Luca is just like Luca's playing at a super high level right now, but I don't think the level he's playing at right now is, you know, head and shoulders different than where he was, you know, a month ago. And we can't look at it and say, oh, okay, well, KP's the one. You know, KP's playing at an all-star level when, you know, at the beginning of the season he wasn't. That's not the case. It's not the case for Josh Richardson because, yeah, I mean, we're still waiting to see, you know, will Josh Richardson hit, you know, hit his ceiling with the team at some point. So, I mean, I think the two biggest things for me is health. And I think that's 85% of it. 90% 90% of it. And then the last 10 to 15% is just the emergence of Jalen Brunson. And I, I think just him establishing himself as the secondary playmaker creator, not just, you know, when Luca's off the floor, but playing with Luca and just his points off the bench. I, I think that's the two biggest things is Brunson and, and health for the team. I'm going to throw in another one shooting. The Mavericks all of a sudden have kind of regressed back to the mean, right? The beginning of the season, Mavericks were the worst three-point shooting team in the NBA, and now listen. Well, that 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 means they got their guys back though, because a lot of those stats were thrown out there when Wes Awandu was taking five threes a game. So, and Josh Green, who's having fun in the G League bubble, but so like literally Josh Green, Wes Awandu, these guys who 
Even before even, those guys went out, though, they were not shooting the ball well, right? Like even the beginning, true, first 10 true. to 12 games yeah, of the season, they, they were not shooting well. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks are now finally shooting 35% from three as a team. Let's see over their last, they play, it's the last 13 games, right, is this kind of run. Uh, the Mavericks are shooting 38% over this run. But listen to some of these guys in this run. So this this 10-3 and three run that they've gone on now. Listen to some of these shooting numbers. Luka, 45% from three. Porzingis, 40% from three. Tim Hardaway, 38% from three. Brunson, 41% from three. Dorian Finney-Smith, 37%. Maxi, 45% from three. Uh, Trey Burke, 30, 38% from three. The only one really struggling still... Josh Richardson, 29% from three still on five attempts per game, even in this run. So you can look at that as you can look at that as a super negative, or you can say the Mavericks still have another level to go if Josh Richardson can, you know, start hitting some shots and finally get his legs under, you know, all that kind of stuff that we talked about, Josh Richardson. I think I think we're still in the camp of we're gonna still give him time and see if he can settle in. He had to transition teams without a real off season. And then he had to go through COVID and now he's coming back. And I just think I'm still giving him hope. I'm still holding out hope that he's going to be the player that we expect him to be. But I think the shooting is something that we can point to too, that the Mavs did get their guys back, but then also the Mavs started shooting better. The Mavs had Luca and Porzingis during that really rough stretch and they weren't shooting like this. No, they weren't. And the, going back to the Josh conversation, you know, the Mavericks haven't had the luxury of saying, hey, we're just going to leave you out there to figure it out because they need to win. They need to win basketball games. We've seen Rick say, you know, basically what, three or four weeks ago. All right. Well, now that everybody's back healthy. This is just what we have to do. We're going down to an eight man rotation. Y'all are going to get playoff minutes, basically. And he's been rolling eight players for the most part. Trey Burke's played a little bit the past few games, but that's what he had to do. And that goes into the same concept or mindset of at the end of the games. We've seen Josh Richardson on the bench for some of these like long stints at the fourth quarter and even to finish the games because he's being replaced by Jalen Brunson because Brunson's just been playing better. And then you have that, you know, whole like, all right, well then who's going to play? Can you play Brunson and Josh with Luca? And all it just seems like Brunson's replaced, you know, Jay Rich at the end of those games. So I, I think, you know, if you're looking at, all right, the Mavericks are eight and 18 and 16, where they finished at this break is just, there's that's nothing short of remarkable. Like I, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I tweeted that out tonight. A couple people, it's like you know, quote tweeted like, "Hey, I think I need to apologize to the Mavericks and stuff." You <laughs> go, so many people just wrote them off. And if you are in any type of national like role, and you have you have characterized the Mavericks season as this like massive disappointment without talking about COVID, then I lose respect for you in your national voice because. This is you have to like that was such a big factor to this Mavericks team. And when people were coming at us and were like, hey, you get you can't just say they need time. You can't just say that, you know, they got to be healthy. That was just like the honest thing is like we can't evaluate this team until they're fully healthy and they're fully playing. And this is where they're at. And there's still things like you alluded to a little bit ago of saying, what level can Jay Rich get to? Can KP get back to what we think he can be like? Those are the two X factors, really, of the second half of the season that this 18 and 16 Mavs team, they could be so much better than what they're what they're playing at right now. So that that's what I'm looking for, you know, when they start back next week. Coming up, we're gonna hear from you guys. 
takes on what's the meaningful part of this game that the Mavericks just played. There's some pretty good takes. Basically doing this as a mailbag. And so we're going to hear from you guys. We're going to hear what you guys have to say about this game and the Dallas Mavericks coming up. But before we do, rockauto.com is the one place that you can get all the parts for your car or truck. You can find uh, engine modules, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet, all kinds of stuff. You can even get wipers if you just want to do that and you don't want to have to figure out what size wipers you need to get and all that. You can search using rockauto.com's catalog that's unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brands, the specifications, the prices, all that that you prefer. And best of all, those prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you want to spend up to twice as much? These other stores, these brick and mortar that you have to walk into, try and figure out which part you need, they have different price tiers for different kinds of people. RockAuto.com treats all people the same. Equality, man. That's what. That's all we want, right? Unpaid interns, paid interns, we want everyone to get paid. So RockAuto.com treats customers the same way. Go to RockAuto.com, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Again, write in Locked On if you find something good that you like at RockAuto.com. Write Locked On. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Subscribe to the Locked On NBA Draft. Our friend Mavs Draft on Twitter, Richard Stamen, is hosting on Tuesdays. Go listen to his episode about Cade Cunningham. Good stuff there. He also talked about the G League Ignite team. A couple other guys on there that are really good. Draft dummies. Cody and Sam do a good job on Wednesday. They had a, a, a guy that I had never even heard of that they were breaking down, which shows my level of college basketball knowledge. Rafael Barlow also doing Mondays and Thursdays. Some good stuff there. Subscribe to Locked On NBA Draft wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Isaac Harris, let's hear from some listeners. They had some good stuff to say about this game. Basically a mailbag that we did after this. Uh, yeah, what's the big takeaway from this game? Are you waiting for me to list one off? Oh, was your tweet. I thought maybe you'd have I at least one. I thought you had a list. I thought you'd have okay. at least one. All right, All right John, I, just, I, I, I want to throw one out real quick. I this is not, you didn't have one. Well, now you made me look it up. <laughs> so, so this one wasn't even a reply to this tweet. No, you're not even playing the game. We can't even talk about the Bucks. The and Bucks, the Milwaukee, the hand, the hand sanitizer. Oh my! Oh, here we go. Let's get into it. The, the Mavericks have changed who, who some of their. This? So the in game, the in game, like the in game. What is it? What do they call it? The in-game? Fan, like, fan cams. Let's just go with that. Well, just the whole in-game experience, right? Like the in-arena experience. There you all go. That go with that. Has changed, right? Chris Arnold's still there for the Mavs. They still they, they turned off the rim mics. Where What happened to the rim mics? I like my AAC rim mics loud and proud and ready to go, right? Like well, When you shoot three-pointers three like the Mavericks did earlier this season, you turn I'm, them off. I want to hear it clank off the back of the rim. I, that's what I want to hear. I also... When Wes Uwandu's on your team, you turn off the rim mics. <laughs> anyway, keep going. This is why the step back is the official pod of Wes Uwandu and Locked on Mavs never will be. That's true. Shout out to our, our friends. Shout out. Uh uh, then Sean Heath, where was Sean Heath? I miss Sean Heath. I miss hearing his voice. I, the, I guess it was the Rough Riders PA guy that was doing the game tonight. But anyway, so it's changed all across the NBA, but they've tried to do some new things, some new pandemic things across the NBA. The Milwaukee Bucks decided to do, 
a questionable job of a new fan cam. We love some of these fan cams, right? Like, what's your favorite one? I love the Titanic cam. I love the Lion King cam. Oh, Titanic great. one always has, like, two guys that'll do it. People will make it a joke. Uh, the Lion King cam always has, like, a really big guy that'll pretend like he's the, you know, the little lion, all that kind of stuff. So there's all kinds of fan cams out there's there. A, there's a new one, though. There's a new one, and I referenced this a few weeks ago, but there's the Bobon heart cam. Oh, the heart can. Yeah. And, <laughs> Where you and put people, your, if you're watching on WFA, you can see our hands. But if you if you're listening on the pod, you put like your two, like your hand, like your fingers together and your elbows together, and you make a heart. There's so there's that cam. Uh, but the Milwaukee Bucks have started this new cam where there is an animated hand sanitizer bottle, and it's on the screen. And the idea is that you're you're squirting hand sanitizer. And, and it is supposed to be hand sanitizer. Squirting hand sanitizer into your hands, and you're supposed to just rub your hands together. It's supposed to be fun and all that. However, hand sanitizer, as we know it, is a clear liquid. The color of liquid they chose for the hand sanitizer is not clear. I would say it is a milky color. It is white. It is not clear. We're not it, talking about white chocolate cherry sundae either. And it is extremely hard <laughs> ex- extremely hard on a fan cam with a fixed graphic that is animated to uh, squirt into one spot. It is very hard for that to be directed into the hands and not directed into any other body part. So let's get back to the tweet. So, <laughs> <laughs> it is an unfortunate fan cam that I laughed at way too hard today. It's just the weirdest thing, and I just want to know how that meeting went about of who approved that. But <laughs> Game Ops, that was the word I was thinking of earlier. <laughs> who in Game Ops was like, yeah, you know what we should do? We should squirt a white substance onto our fans. <laughs> the fans that are probably <laughs> like <laughs> frontline healthcare workers or somebody. <laughs> somebody who could essentially be risking their life to come to see this game. <laughs> Oh, the Bucks. All right, back to my tweet. What is the one takeaway that you pull from this game? Shout out to C Medina8983, who says, not much. This game has last day of school vibes. That's good. That's good, bro. I love it the last day of school when they just throw papers in the air. Right? Everyone just somehow, like, I don't know how everyone just has papers, but they're all going in the air. And, you know, some janitor like, like, hey, it's the last day of school. You walk into class and hey, man, what are we going to do today? Put on Remember the Titans. Let's go. <laughs> That's you why watch teachers that like, play videos? <laughs> you watch that for like three classes and you're like, let's go. Our guy, John R. KP wants to be here. That's his takeaway. Mm. Interesting takeaway. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we learned that from this game, but. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know either. Um this guy says Isaiah Roby, notorious RTG says Isaiah Roby put on some mass. Yeah, he did. See, Isaac I agreed with that. I know. I agreed with that earlier. Uh, Omer says OKC is not very good. Defense is starting to look more and more consistent these past few games. Seems like the team is building better chemistry. The chemistry is important. The chemistry is something we've talked about a lot where the Mavericks chemistry in the bubble last year was immaculate. Immaculate vibes, immaculate chemistry. And so far this season, it's been kind of disjointed because they can't spend a lot of time together and they can't spend a lot of time together even when they can spend time together because of the COVID rules and all that. And so now they're finally getting, you know, they're getting some wins and they're also getting some time together. And that's important for this team. Brian says, the the average Brian says, basketball is not always fun to watch. 
Brian, I did not need this game because I've seen Trey Young play basketball. Mavs stand 41. I feel validated as a Justin Jackson non-believer. We're with you. <laughs> Shout out to the people who thought he was hand. the fifth starter on the on the team, by the way. Ooh, man. Remember those days? That was, um, uh, I thought he was going to start the season last year. I was like, that was my wild card. I was like, Justin Jackson will start the season. I was hoping for a, I was hoping for a jump from him. Uh, he did not make the jump. A jump off the ground? He made a jump the same way that the jump went from like good guests to like Kendrick Perkins all the time. I was going to say that, when they that's the that's down. the jump that he made. Um, at the Gaver said the main takeaway from this game was the free T-shirt on his chair. I he guess he was out the game. Do you Shout think, out. Do you think that they just put the T-shirts on the assigned seats, or did they have to guess where the assigned seats are going to be? Right? Do, like, do they have specific two? No, seats? it's the assigned seats. Yeah. That's so there's all o- so there's only like they only have to do like two seats <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> how do they know if there's two or like four in your party? How do they know that? I guess this is how you buy it because there were when I saw it the other night there were like random like two you know two shirts on two chairs, but then there was another section where there was like four. So they must know. Kevin Deal says hit threes profit. That's it. That's it. honestly the, the Mavericks like the difference between the Mavs wins and losses is if they can hit threes. And in this game, it was real close in the first half and the Mavs were one of 20 from three second half much better. And then they won by a lot and then they gave the lead away at the end. But hit threes. It's kind of the Mavs whole thing. If they don't hit threes, they don't win. If they do hit threes, they do win, which is what this I just is- said about this run. <laughs> What's the Mavs record when Luca scores zero points and the Mavs <laughs> hit under 10 threes? Well, it's if Luca scores zero points, it's only happened twice because he hasn't played and they're one and one in those games. I don't know if they hit 10, 10 threes in the first one. <laughs> um, John G 070 says we need to trade for Al Horford. John, I don't know if you watch basketball. <laughs> Are we watching a different sport? I don't know. I know I know the tweet you're going for right now. Zach says less Star Wars talk. No. I say no. No less Star Wars talk. I'm just going to hold this the whole time. This is my um, this is my Ahsoka lightsaber. I'm just going to hold it the rest of the pod. Scott McClellan says, "Wouldn't it be great if I could watch this game?" in quotation marks. Because he doesn't have no he doesn't have fox sports southwest in which i replied to scott and said this might be the first win that you're glad you didn't watch and so (laughs) if if whoever's listening out there and you don't have fox sports because of everything that's going on just set back i promise you whatever you did tonight was probably more beneficial than seeing this match (laughs) last one uh Mendelssohn says eliminate the three point line, and I just want to give a shout out. We've been doing uh, it's it's so it's it's his it's like Women in Sports History Month, and uh, Denise Long. Do you know who that is? I didn't know who she was till I did some research. The first woman ever to be drafted in the W in the NBA draft. She was taken wow. in, in in 1969 in the 13th round. She was taken nice. in the draft. There's 20 rounds, and she got taken thir- in the 13th round out of high school. She was literally, she was literally sitting by the San Francisco Warriors. She was literally sitting in her principal's office trying to get some art supplies for for a project she was doing. And another classmate came in and said, "Hey, you just got drafted by the Warriors in the NBA." (laughs) Uh, But I I bring it up because uh, Mendelssohn. Did you say it was the early seventies? Nineteen sixty nine. 
Oh, okay, nice. And I bring that up because Denise Long scored 111 points in a high school game, and they didn't have a three-point line. Whoo! And she scored 102 other times besides that. Like, Denise Long putting up buckets with no three-point line. Imagine if they had a three-point line. That's what I'm trying to say. What would she have scored? <laughs> anyway, shout-out to Denise Long. Great story. Shout-out to Denise. I don't have any, You said that was the last tweet, so now you just That was the last one I me. got, so you're the one more thinking, though. I don't have any more tweets. I just I don't really have a takeaway from this game, honestly. I, <laughs> Everyone else made it for you. I mean, Luca gets a day off. I mean, it, he gets rest. He was in his Jordan hoodie and just like chilling the entire <laughs> game. So that was cool. And now we just get to set back and enjoy the weekend. However you felt about the All-Star game, I personally thought they shouldn't have even had it. We'll all watch it and we'll probably enjoy it and have fun tweeting about it. But I think it's just, for us, just to step back and see Luca on the biggest stage with the biggest stars and as a starter, you know, tonight there'll be the, the fantasy draft. If you haven't listened to yesterday's pod, Nick and myself, we acted like we were the captains and fantasy drafted uh, all I'm of the, the all-star uh, teams. What would you say? I'm the captain now. Hey, I think the voting on that, Nick put out the voting on Twitter. <laughs> the last time I checked, it was like 51% to 49%. Real close. Yeah, it was real it, close. It was pretty close, but we'll see what team Luke is on tonight in that draft. And then, you know, all the all-star stuff is currently 53% team Nick, 47% team Isaac. Boo. Yeah. So you can go vote on that. You can go listen to our episode yesterday. We'll be back tomorrow. We keep saying enjoy the weekend, but we'll be back tomorrow for another episode. We'll be breaking down. I might not. be breaking down something. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. Burke initiates the offense in the paint. Oh, yeah. position oh, to shoot, yeah. and then the weird bounce off Richardson. It did prevent a fast break. Yeah, I, I mean that was. Uh, I don't know. If, I know it wasn't intentional, but this is like an attempt to do some globes trotter stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs>